Welcome to Financial Fridays. I'm Bob Gustafson, a certified financial planner and the owner of the Triton Financial Group. Each episode is an excerpt from my radio show, The Financial Focus, where we answer questions from our listeners. Our goal is to help you increase your financial knowledge through these conversations of 10 minutes or less. Bob, my wife and I are empty nesters approaching Uh. retirement. I was wondering what you think the insurance needs are for people in our situation. Excellent question. And, uh, you know, it's interesting, empty nesters. I'm starting to get a little bit of that now with my daughter in college, although we do have my son still at home. So technically I still have a little bit of time left, but it's a, it's a weird feeling. Um, anywho, uh, so the question had to do with the insurances that people may need, uh, you know, once the, once the kids are out of the house and things like that. Well, let's just get on the line with it, shall we? Let's start with life insurance. So in general, you know, as we age, uh, you know, the younger we are, the more insurance we need. You know, our income's lower, our debts are usually higher, we've got a lot of future obligations. But usually over time, it, uh, the need for life insurance from the, from the, uh, from the, from the uh, historical definitions is, uh, it, you know, goes down over time. So one thing you may want to consider doing is, is re-evaluating your life insurance to see if it's still, you know, see if, if the amount that you have is still meeting your needs. It's likely you might be able to, to bring the amounts of coverage down uh, depending upon the situation that you're actually in because over time, you know, your mortgage gets paid down and you're, you're presumably saving more for retirement uh, and that you've met obligations for children's education and things like that. So naturally, the traditional benef- uh, definition of what you need for life insurance falls over time. So you might want to take a look at that. Um, another coverage you might want to think about evaluating is, is long-term care insurance. Uh, long-term care insurance can, uh, is, a, is a type of a policy that can protect you from going into, you know, going into a nursing home or needing that t- type of care in the home or even assisted living. So that's, uh, that's coverage to consider. The challenge there is it's awfully expensive for a, for a good policy these days. Back when, that, uh, when long-term care first became, uh, first became uh, you know, uh, available to people back in the, I think it was the mid-70s, it was fairly inexpensive. The problem was is insurance companies way underestimated the, uh, the, the morbidity costs, and so policies have become extremely expensive. Out of reach for most people, but if you're, you know, it's a good idea to investigate those types of coverages because uh, they could very well be beneficial and protect assets in the long run. But again, they're expensive, and you've got to be careful because it's, uh, you know, not right for everyone. And uh, let's see, beyond that, uh, if we look at, uh, let's think about uh, liability coverage, you know, liability coverage on your home and, you know, your, your uh, uh, car and different things like that, that you, it's good to look at every now and then, regardless of, of whether or not you're approaching retirement. But essentially, over time, as our net worths build, Generally, that's what happens with most people. Granted, it's not all the time. It's a good idea to evaluate your liability protection uh, because, uh, you know, well, let's face it, we live in a litigious society and, you know, we live in an area where, uh, you know, it's not going to be too far away, John, when the ice starts to get, ri- uh, the roads start to get icy and snowy. And if we cause an accident that could cause harm to someone else, 
you get sued for a lot of money. So make sure you've got proper liability coverage that's sufficient to protect your net worth. So those are a couple, you know, off the top of my head that I, I think are worth evaluating. Another thing you might want to consider, if you're an empty nester and you're approaching retirement, um, something that's happening to more and more people these days are having to, uh, f- you know, f- uh, financially help out aging parents. So if you actually have, you know, build an addition on your house or something like that and you're going to bring parents in, there are some things you need to consider and look at there. And that's something you want to talk to your, you know, your insurance agent about. That's a, 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 something that's uh, becoming more and more prevalent as time goes on here. So those are generally the insurances that um, I think are, you know, are, are applicable to think about when you're, uh, when you're an empty nester and approaching retirement. Uh, you mentioned liability coverage, Bob, with, um, you know, with auto, for instance, I, I think there's a max on it. You can only do two fifty five hundred, mm-hmm. I believe. So if you have a higher net worth than that, uh, would you suggest an umbrella policy, some kind of additional coverage? Exactly. Uh, an umbrella policy is very important coverage. We all, we all have he- probably heard of umbrella coverages by now. But umbrella policies are designed to go above the liability limits of your home and your auto. So if you have a sufficient net worth, it's a a really good idea to have an umbrella policy. We recommend them to virtually all our clients, um, almost almost without exception. And it's actually fairly inexpensive coverage. You know, if you've got a decent driving record and you don't have a lot of you know, boats and cars and all kinds of things. It runs about two fifty to three hundred a year per million, so it's not all that expensive. All right, so two hundred fifty-ish to get another million in coverage—that seems pretty reasonable. It is. It's very reasonable, especially especially if you've got a uh, a reasonable net worth. And uh, so that's a that's a, a a good idea to consider. And and what I what's interesting interesting is over the years. You know, as when we start working with clients and somebody that has assets that come in, and the one question that I often will ask them is, you know, why don't you have an umbrella policy? And this is interesting because they all say, well, you know, Bob, my insurance agent suggested that. But, you know, every time I talk to my insurance agent, it seems they're always trying to sell me more and more and more coverage, and I don't know if I really need it or not. So, um, unfortunately, that's you know, the answer I get a lot of the time. So what I will tell you is that if your insurance agent has suggested it to you, it might not be a bad idea. And I'll tell you from our vantage point, we've universally almost recommend um, umbrella policies for clients. And it's a, you know, the higher the net worth, the more, the more coverage we want them to have. So, you know, if you get somebody with a $5 million uh, uh, net worth, not a bad idea to have $5 million or so in liability coverage. Right. In, in general, in general. Right. Yeah, no, it makes sense, Bob. It's only roughly $20 extra a month to get another million dollars of coverage that would, would cover you uh, from right. financial ruin, 20 and, bucks and it's, a month. You know, and the other thing is, too, from a, from a societal perspective, John, even if I, you, know, you buy a policy to protect yourself, you're also protecting somebody else. If you get in an accident and really hurt somebody... Wouldn't you want those people to be taken care of? Of course. Yeah, most of us would. Not everybody's going to answer yes to that question, but I think most decent people would. So actually, having an umbrella 
policy protects your fellow Americans from an accident that you may have caused. So, right. Well, it there's a couple both, of different. Right? There's a couple of different angles to umbrella policies. You can look at it as protecting your own assets, and of course you should. But from a societal perspective, it also it also helps somebody if you were uh, you know you were in an, an accident that you caused and it really did some harm to somebody else. Still, there's plenty of coverage for them um, if you have umbrellas in general. Yep. Good to know, and uh, like you said, reasonable cost. Uh, you know, I don't think it's going to break the bank. No, if you need a million or two or three. No, uh, I don't think so either. But also, you know, the, these folks here are empty nesters and approaching retirement. It's a, it's generally a good idea to you know reevaluate your insurance coverages across the board every couple of years to make sure they're su- sufficient, because you know times change and your situation changes and. Interestingly, what I've noticed over time, John, is uh, is term life insurance has has continually dropped in costs over the years. So if you had a policy years ago, uh, and your and your health hasn't changed, you might be able to replace that policy and uh, and, and save yourself a few dollars and you know in that from that vantage point. So not all insurances have have fallen in cost; some have increased. But by evaluating things every few years, it gives you the opportunity. To reevaluate your needs and reevaluate reevaluate what you're paying for policies, and reevaluate the intricacies of each policies to make sure they're continuing to meet your need. Right. Yeah. And nobody wants to really dig into the insurance side of things. I can't think of anything more boring than that. But oh. it's a necessary evil, and probably a good reason to have a an independent insurance agent on your side versus trying to wade through that on your own. Exactly. And the worst, the, the thing about insurance is very rarely do you actually figure out that your insurances are inadequate until you have a loss. And that is absolutely the worst time to figure out that your insurance policy or policies are not meeting their needs. That's when most people figure it out. We get calls all the time from just random people in the public. Well, I have this policy and I thought it was going to cost this and uh, cover this and, and it doesn't. And it, just, it, happens, it happens too often and it really shouldn't because that's one of those things that are in, in your control, right? There are a lot of things in life you can't control, but there are some things you can control. And reviewing your insurance program every few years is something that's in your control And if you don't do it, I hate to say it, but shame on you. Thank you for joining us today on our Financial Fridays podcast. I hope you found the information useful. And if so, feel free to share this podcast with people who may benefit from the topics discussed. Subscribe by visiting our website at financialfridays.com.